136 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Stark, Transformers, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and Masters of the Universe. Yeah! Uh, if you want to kick it with us, we've got a, a rather active, if not small, group of people over at our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash open your toys. You can join there. Or if you want to see when the shows get posted, be the very first one that knows, you can go to openyourtoys.com. That's our blog. Um, You can leave comments there if you'd like as well, questions or comments for the show. Uh, From there, you can also subscribe to our RSS feed in the upper right-hand corner there is at the top a link to our show notes our show notes has everything we're going to talk about including links to subscribe through itunes google our stitcher smart radio link every link i'm talking about right now our facebook.com slash open your toys cast page that's primarily uh stuff that has to do with the show itself uh twitter we're at open your toys although i don't think anybody posts anything on that right now uh instagram at open your toys same thing it's all pretty much facebook now we're all a bunch of old men it seems like (laughs) uh email at team if you really want to get old email us at team at openyourtoys.com and then the way that's really old like this is god what was the telephone like 1910 or something like that uh you can email or you can call us at 720-235-TOYS that's 720-235-8697 all right, and I'm like, do I have my phone on me? I'm going to text that number right now because no one ever texted <laughs> us. I feel so sad. All right. Um, if people want to uh, see what you do, how you contribute to the community, Mr. Stark, where can they find you? Yeah, um, they can just look up Lotus Stark on YouTube, and uh, I will be there. I will be low in the search results because they're pulling the YouTube partnership away, but... <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, are you affected by that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm small time. You know, I only have 250 people following. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they they want everyone to, you know, get 1,000 subscribers. And, 
you know, they, it's like 4,000 hours of viewing time. The hours of viewing time is fine. Uh, but yeah, I'll never, I'll never hit a thousand subscribers. They're only giving you like a month to do it. So. Oh, really? And then what's going to happen after that? They just, they just disable the YouTube partnership. So like, and I don't make any money off of it. Uh, it's just the, the search engine optimization is what I really lose. So you know, my videos will go really far down. You probably won't even be able to find me anymore. <laughs> so, oh, well, whatever. It's okay. Yeah, I, I checked ours. Uh, we're only at 250 subscribers. Again, we haven't posted a video in five years or something, but we're only at 250. And like you say, our, our watch time, because a lot of what I recorded and what got a lot of the views back in the day were the panels because I would record full mm-hmm. Comic-Con panels and stuff. Yeah. So the watch time, even to this day, is still pretty high on a lot of that stuff, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, not the subscribers. And I think I made it to 80 bucks. I think they said they're going to pay out anything that you've earned to this point, even if it didn't hit their threshold. So I'd be <laughs> interested to see if I get a well, $80 check. Yeah, I mean the money still stays in your AdSense account, so you know I I don't have I think I have ten cents in there. <laughs> really? That's it. Do you not monetize? Yeah. Oh yeah, you no, don't monetize. No, I, I don't. Yeah, so I I just the only reason why I'm on the partnership is because of the search engine optimization. So if they throw an ad in there, that's YouTube doing it. But you uh, know, I, I don't I don't just just I don't specifically insert ads or anything like that. Oh, so okay. yeah, I. Like I said, I don't I don't really make any money from it, but I, I definitely you know if if a video is you know pushed up to the top or whatever, that's the only you know uh, only thing that I'd be missing. So whatever, I don't care. You know, the, the whole internet's blown up about it. You know, yeah, it's it what it is. Well, I mean, I know some people. I mean, even people that are like, yeah, I'm not that big. I know Bobby. Like he said, he makes like th- two three hundred bucks a month on his. I mean, so. Even even some of uh, you know what you might consider the smaller guys. Now again, he reviews what eighteen hundred dollars worth of toys every month. So I yeah. mean that's not like it ain't paying for itself or you know anything like that. And plus, yeah, I mean, every, it, every the amount of time that he's doing it, it, it's that's like a second job. That's that's a lot of work that he's putting into it. So yeah. I don't Right. Okay. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can get me on Facebook as well. Uh, It's facebook.com slash open your toys or us, I guess I should say. Um, You can find me at uh, Twitter at Slick McFavorite. You can email me at slick at openyourtoys.com. And I'm slick at uh, Instagram as well. I have been looking at Instagram more because that's Mrs. McFavorite's new thing. Thingamabob, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I just haven't started posting. I do want to start at least just taking a picture, you know, because I've been doing good. I've been opening toys on a pretty regular yeah. basis, but yeah. all right. Well, Mr. Stark, what are you drinking this evening? Well, we have some LG fridge water. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah. So what are you drinking? <laughs> so I wasn't supposed to be drinking, but Mrs. Yeah. McFavorite wanted to go get a beer. And so I was like, all right, get get me something. 
So uh, she got a little variety pack here. And what I am drinking is Samuel Adams Smoked Lager. Toasty malt and beechwood smoke. Independent American craft. Do we have anything else here? No, that's it. It's it's amazing. I'm a big smoky, savory, toasty kind of guy. So mm. it's it's really good. And especially because we haven't been drinking. It's really nice to just relax and have a beer, you know. Instead of being like, all right, let's take three shots in a row kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> con news. <laughs> so you can tell it's the beginning of the year because we have con news, like real con news. It's crazy. Uh, Joe Con brochure was announced, and I am just like kicking myself in the rear for being unemployed right now. Um they are really, really playing up the uh, really up, uh, really playing up the angle of that. This is their last. Uh, it, this is their last con. Uh, even so much to say, like there's a goodbye panel. It's like the last panel of the show and all this. I'm like, oh. And then what doesn't help whatsoever is the fucking theme is one of my focus themes. It's Python Patrol. They're doing it again. Python Patrol is probably their most successful or, depending on how you want to look at it, it is the priciest set of exclusives that they've ever made on the secondary market. Um, so the box sets back then went for anywhere from like 3 to 340 uh, that box set right now is $1,200 for 15 wow. figures. Yeah, it is. It's insane. Um, luckily I didn't, it was mission to Brazil was the Joe's the Joe side. And I don't care about that. I have the one figure I wanted from that. And that's the mainframe, the computer specialist. Uh, but all I had to do is buy the individual figures because it's always an army builder for the Cobras. There'll be like five Joes, 10 Cobras, and it's like four, four, and then two individual ones. So even the fricking army builders of that set are like 50, 60 bucks a piece for a loose figure. Um, so I, and, and then there's one army builder that's a hundred dollars and that's the one I still don't have yet unfortunately. Oh. So they're going to do another one. And let me tell you how happy that makes me. Like I am super excited. I can't, uh, I can't believe that they're doing this again. Uh, but I am super angry that, uh, I most likely will not have a job, at least a job in time to, uh, a job in time to be able to get time off and go on a vacation by the time June rolls around, but we'll see. Uh, the box that's going to consist of not only Python patrol, but their nemesis is going to be slaughters marauders. Uh, so that is Sergeant slaughters, cool little crew. Um, nice, a nice group here as well. So you're getting Sergeant smasher, which I have no idea what that is. That might be Sergeant Slaughter, but they didn't. They couldn't opt, 
or they didn't option the naming rights or something? Uh, we'll find out. Uh, you get Footloose, Hardball, Mutton, Junkyard, which is one of my favorite teams, and Spirit and Freedom, uh, which I really dig too. For the Cobra side, you're getting 10 again. You're getting Major Blood, so this will probably be based off of the 2003 uh, Python Patrol Major Blood. The Python Heat Viper as a troop builder, so I'm not a big Heat fan. Uh, that, again, is a repaint from that same set. Python Lamprey, uh, again, I like Lampreys, um, but I'm not a huge Lamprey guy. He, it's the driver that drove the Moray, uh, or the Hydrofoil, whatever you want to call it. And then uh, Python Patrol Laser Viper. So, good news is, I don't army build. I don't need a whole crazy set of these guys. So I need the blood and one of each of the others. What's interesting with the Lamprey, even though he was part of the box set with the Heat Viper and Major Blood, um, is that last time they did Tiger Force, they did a Tiger Force uh, Moray or Hydrofoil. And so they might be doing a Python Patrol to match. And that might be super amazing. It's one of my favorite vehicles from G.I. Joe. Um, do you know which one I'm talking about? No. It's uh, In the cartoon, it was a maroon one, like a magenta to maroon. Um, it was the Cobra boat that you would see in okay. any episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember. Because they had the water moccasin, but that was more like a little skiff boat. Not a skiff boat, but it was like a little speed boat more than right. anything. But this was the big boat that everybody would be in to go attack the Joes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, and then, so the shitty part about this all, no problem getting those guys. I, I could even order a box set without going. The fucking problem is the exclusives. These, again, are some of the most expensive exclusives the last time they did Python Patrol as well. So to do what I normally do if I don't go is I, I subsidize somebody's golden ticket, and it basically costs me about a 1000 bucks for one of everything they have, you know? And so maybe that's what I'll have to do again if I get a job, but can't take the time off. But uh, considering they've been, their attendance has been down almost every year. I'm hoping that if I could get the time off, I'd be able to last minute it, you know, um, yeah. it's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So any listeners out there uh, want to put a, a guy up or want to come with me and put me up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me know that, that would save me some money <laughs> alright so that's uh, the G.I. Joe con uh, TF con now so here's a question for you so th it's a big ordeal to go all the days to go the, the Thursday night and then the Friday club only and then the, the dinner that costs a lot of money to do that for the most part However, they do general admission for 20 bucks a day. This was, uh, this was held in the city you live in at some point during its run. So in the last 25 years, it's been in your city. Um, 
would you have gone to it if you would have known about it? Uh, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I've just never been a convention kind of a person. So oh, I just, I just don't go to conventions. Um, uh, I've gone to a few car shows and that's about it as far as, you know, convention based, uh, shows. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a convention kind of person. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you're not like, oh, I love conventions, but I wouldn't go to that shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had to, uh, I had to, I, I have a lowrider hat, you know, cause that's what I grew up with, but I'm, uh, now I'm a, a fat, balding, uh, white guy wearing a lowrider hat, you know? <laughs> so I always get funny looks when I wear it. And, and I had a cashier, this old Chicana. She's like, lowrider, huh? I'm like, yeah, I grew up in New Mexico. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm like, where are you from? She's like, L.A. And, and I went to a lowrider show in L.A. So I was like, oh, I went to a show out there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the only, you know, if I, so, I mean, I didn't know anybody back in the, in that day. So, I mean, I guess if I would have, you know, it may be different. Like if we ever meet up at one of these cons, one of these years, you know, that would be, that'd be different or, you know, I mean, I, now that I'm, I'm more connected to, you know, a lot of different, you know, the, the realm and, uh, you know, some other, other folks, it's, uh, I think it might be a little bit different, you know, kind of knowing, knowing some people virtually and then actually meeting them in person. Yeah. Cause especially if you don't have friends that collect and are in the same thing as you, you exactly. know, a lot of us don't, you know, I think yeah. that's why the communities are so big, but um, one where I might go, which maybe you might go to as well is uh again all depending on job wise uh october 26th and 28th it's tf con chicago the room block is open right now so if you want a king room it's 135 and then a room with two queen beds is 155 and again i always suggest to people unless you can stay with somebody or or you can get an amazing deal on a hotel Stay at the con. So much more just happens hanging out in the bar and, you know, just going room to room during room parties. And, you know, you can have a lot more fun if you stay at the show, especially if you're a drinker. You don't have to worry about going anywhere. Um, this one looks kind of cool. It's going to be uh, at the Chicago Hair Crown Plaza. So that means usually they'll have a free shuttle to the hotel. So you might be able to get off pretty easy with this one this time around. Um, with the one in Maryland, as far as I know, that wasn't anywhere near an airport. So you like had to rent a car to get there or take, you know, $50 Uber or something, you know? Um, so would you be game for that? Huh? Huh? That, that was I mean, realm crazy. Let me tell you, yeah. fucking everywhere I turn, there's a fucking realm T-shirt at TFCon. The thing is, is you know, you really have to make the decision now. You know, you have to book this stuff now, and yeah. uh, so that's uh, I don't know. Well, what I've always done, 
even if I'm not staying with somebody or I can't get a good, uh, or if I can't get a super great deal is again, me being as cheap as I am, I still will stay two hotels away, you know, at for 50 bucks less and just walk it, you know, each day I've done that too. So there might be some options depending on what it looks like, especially if, uh, if I can get my shit together. So, uh, Joe Lanta exclusive. So this is black major. These are the, uh, USB trooper two pack. Oh, oh, God damn it. I linked the wrong thing. And why am I not? Oh, you won't be able to see this cause it's a private group. Yeah. I just realized will. that. Yeah. That's why it wasn't working. Cause I'm like logged into the wrong account. Um, yeah, I guess you have to, I didn't think about that shit. Uh, so anyways, it's basically, um, two, uh, two steel brigade figures, uh, painted black with red accents and, uh, and they're nicknaming them USB troopers. And what makes them kind of interesting is they're going to come with a mainframe, uh, ridiculous computer thing, you know, what, what a military <laughs> portable computer looked like in 1983, right. you know, but is it going to be a USB drive? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be even, oh my that's God. What, that's what, that's what they should do. Oh, be a USB I, drive. Yeah. It'd be big enough for like a fucking, a terabyte flash. I thought, <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to tell me with, with this, this headline here. No. Oh God. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. I think you yeah. need to go ch- uh, join the black major <laughs> Alliance. If you're interested in his group where he sells his stuff, uh, go join the black, uh, black major Alliance and tell him, Hey, what the fuck, man? <laughs> um, let's see here. What else do we get? What else do we got? Oh, and the next one is kind of a oldie but a goodie. Oh, God, I got locked in. There we go. Uh, this is actually from this year's PowerCon. Uh, they like to like slowly release these videos. I don't know. I guess just kind of keep the interest up. Um, but this one was really interesting. If you've been a Masters fan for a long time, you have probably heard of the Power Tour. This was a live action, similar to what they do with uh, like Marvel nowadays, except for now it's like uh, motocross, like trapeze, stunt extravaganza. This is much more tame. Uh, Basically, people kind of acting on stage and singing and stuff. Uh, but this is the power tour, and uh, there's a video of it out there. So this year at PowerCon, or I should say last year, God, I'm still thinking it's 2017. 2017, last year at PowerCon, they got a lot of the people that participated in that power tour, and this is a commentary video of it. Um yeah. So while it's probably edited, well, I mean, it's not edited that way, but they had a TV at the front of the room in front of all the speakers. So the way they shot this from an angle is 
in a little TV, kind of like if you watch YouTube at work, you might keep it in a little, you know, window down on the side. So you can see the power tour going on, but you mainly see the people that were there doing a commentary of it. So, mm. and it's one of those God awful things. Like if you've ever seen the, the turtles one, the turtles one is, is actually more common and easier to get. Uh, it's, it is super bad, but, I haven't listened to the commentary yet. What I'd like to do is try to get a a high quality version of it. I just have to get onto the forums or something. But cool if you just wanted to even check out ten minutes of it. So, oh. uh, let's see. Uh. Toy news. Oh my god. So this took me took me some searching to find this thing because uh, uh, it's been, Lego is super crazy about their takedowns um, but the 2018 Lego catalog leaked, so this is what goes out to retailers, this should never be disseminated to the public and I bet you anything that they have some rules against like you can be cut off as a distributor blah 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 um, so this got leaked and then takedowns went out all over the place. There's even videos of it. Uh, people that shot YouTube videos talking about the catalog, they mm. had takedowns issued to them. Um, and, uh, it was just one of those things that got the Lego community up and off and then right back down. 140 pages of Legos. Wow. Uh, so this is a lot of sets that are out right now. It's the whole year. So they release in January and they release in like August or something. Um, what makes this leak kind of crazy is they've already said that they weren't going to be showing any new sets at toy fairs. Uh, either the German one, which is their big one, or the American one. Uh, so this, this kind of, I don't know if, you know, there's, there's things that, you know, people were saying that's not fair and that's why it got leaked and all this kind of shit, but it's one of those things. It's, it got leaked. Um, now let's go. So the Star Wars stuff starts at 120, but take a, or 102, take a look at everything if you're a Lego fan, um, because there's lots of Jurassic World stuff, a lot of different stuff coming. Uh, so these first sets are what are out now. And then we get some confidential ones, which these are the Han sets that, uh, the Han sets that, that have also been leaked that we talked about on here. Uh, let me get my zoom up. Oh, wow. The image quality on these are awful. That's probably why I haven't seen individual <laughs> set pictures. Uh, confidential, confidential. So we get an amazing uh, Luke's X-Wing. Uh, let's see. And it looks pretty damn detailed. So that's going to be a pretty expensive set. Uh, a uh, Jawa sand crawler. So a throwback for your original trilogy folks out there and that one looks like it's going to be pretty big as well um and these smaller ones we've seen already seen 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 
what's interesting on this is um, this is the first time ever that they've put the uh, discontinued dates on these. So if you're a Lego fan, you know that sets get discontinued and then they get stupid hard to find and then they literally double or triple on the aftermarket six months later. It's ridiculous. Um, And so on some of these sets, at least, ones that have dates set, um, they have uh, their retirement dates, which can be handy if... You know, you're waiting to ride out that clearance, you know, because, again, because they do two releases a year, in August, they'll clearance out their January stuff to make room for the August stuff, you know, at least the underperforming stuff. Uh, Again, I really hated the Biker Scout, so I don't even want to recommend this, but kind of interesting, we're getting a... 501st clone trooper with ATRT Walker in that build a figure series. Like I say, McKenzie and I didn't have very much fun with the with the Biker Scout one, but uh, so not anything too crazy. Again, they've blanked out all of the Han Solo stuff. Uh, but if you're interested, if you're a Lego fan in general, at least for now in the show notes, there's a link to this 140 page PDF of Lego goodness. Oh, <laughs> All right. I this has been how many shows and I don't have a good like tab workflow yet and going through the show. I'm constantly closing the show notes, having to reopen no, them. Yeah, you got to open them all up before the show. <laughs> yeah. And then just you just that. close them when and you close them when you're done. Yeah, actually, that might not be a bad idea. That's what I do. I open up oh, everything <laughs> and I work from left to right, and it's that simple. Oh, you know what would be smart is because there's little extensions that'll do that. I've seen extensions that'll open every link on a page in a new tab. If you don't do that, you should look into that. If that's your workflow, I, I just I just right click and just open <laughs> and it. In Safari, it automatically opens a new tab. That's how I would set up. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I might have to try that, Mister Man. Uh, let's see. We get uh, some in-hand picks of, of Mister Barricade here in his in his Popeye arms, his Mega arms. Yeah. Is that what he looked like in the movie? I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I would have to rewatch. I. I have no idea. I t- uh. He does. He looks like a freaking gorilla. And what's up with the windshield? If you look at the last one, Let's like see. if you're going to put something dead center in the windshield, then <laughs> make it at least like dark tinted or something. Right. You know, if you want to make clear, at least make it tinted. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really, I don't know. Um, uh, it's good because I don't uh, I don't have to worry about spending money on this. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is I thought they said he was going to come with a frenzy, but I guess I don't see him on the box or anything. But anyways, uh, 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 uh. so uh, this is something that I got through my wholesaler. Um, but in case you're a collector and holding off and not wanting to pay higher, 
higher market price for some of these figures. Uh, it does look like they're offering a solid case of the Jaina solo figure. So a solid case, I think right now is six, I want to say of the black series, uh, six inch, uh, and there was also, I didn't even know this, there was also a solid case of the Praetorian Guard. So if you haven't got these, I'm sure they're probably available on somewhere like a Dorkside Toys because these solid cases are kind of attractive to um, to not get stuck with peg warmers. Uh, so that means it should be out there. The Praetorian Guard was back-ordered. And my experience with Entertainment Earth, usually back-ordered means they're not going to get it. Um, but it's a possibility. And then if you're a masochist or for some reason you still haven't seen them out in the wild, uh, Snoke and Rose, of all people, have solid cases as well. So just a heads up, Jane will have a solid case. So if you can't find it on Amazon or Hasbro Toy Shop or in the store right now, online retailers will have a shot at stocking her at the wholesale price. Even for me, if I only bought one case, was $16 a piece on these. So if Bid Bad is jacking them up, like I paid 25 for her from Big Bad, they're getting a nice little profit on that. Yeah. Um, let's see. First wave of the... Oh, I put TLC. I meant to put TVC, the Vintage Collection. Uh, again... Unfortunately, we don't have Peter here to just go completely batshit crazy about these poor decisions. Um, and Lotus, <laughs> Lotus is like, eh, I don't really know. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't give a shit. Uh, so the first wave of the vintage collection is going to feature two Supreme Leader Snokes. Uh, so this will be the first time, I believe, oh no, maybe he's already been released in the little black box, but uh, two First Order Stormtroopers, which is ridiculous. They've had like two waves of them, and they haven't been difficult to find. A Sergeant Jen Urso, that was the peg warmer, for fuck's sake. Uh, Kylo Ren, I can see that being kind of being popular. And then Ray Jakku, so from The Force Awakens. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... Oh, and then the one that is going to be ridiculously hard to find and is going to become... I'm calling it now. This is going to become a $50 figure on the aftermarket. One Hoth Rebel Trooper. So the only one that's vintage collection, the only one that actually appeared on a vintage card back in the day. So for people like me that... What I'm collecting is carded versions that actually have a vintage counterpart. There's only one of them in this case. And this being the first case means that stores are going to buy a shit ton of them. And then people like Jin Urso and probably Snoke after The Last Jedi, uh, spoiler, um, they are just going to fucking sit there. And we are never going to get new waves. And it's going to be first wave syndrome all over again. I'm calling it. I'm, I'm making the call here. All right. And I'm well. hoping I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> that is. Well, 
that is just ridiculous. I mean, it's it, well. So to put it in terms you can understand, it's it's two bumblebees and two primes, which the primes might sell, and then a bunch of other bullshit figures, and then you know what would be a hot figure? It'd have to be someone we haven't gotten yet. Well, like a, I mean, like say. Windblade is. I mean, Windblade in the in the current wave is. I ha, I've never seen her in the wild, not once. Yeah, I haven't either. I guess for that point, I've only seen like two slud slingers, and I've never seen a misfire. No, I saw one misfire, but I didn't. I wasn't worried about them. But yeah, I've. I actually do want the Windblade. I like that she's a fan created character. I like her in combine in the prime wars trilogy i like her in rid so yeah bad decision way to go stupid i've definitely seen uh, i've seen windblade in in rid so Mm -hmm. i know i know i've definitely seen her in in that line in rid she's a freaking peg warmer you know but i think it's i think that wave in general is just a little hard to find so uh let's see master's Oh, I forgot the stupid. Yeah, I've got it pulled up here. Got it pulled up. I open my, yeah, because I opened my links ahead of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know you're going to fuck up, so this is how I get around your fuck-ups. <laughs> um, all right, so shipping update. Uh, the ETA is for them to arrive stateside at our port in the second week of February and begin shipping orders out by February 20th. Um, so the tooling updates and all this kind of stuff, and then the thing that drove Peter over the edge last week uh, <laughs> was if you scroll down to the bottom there, he's the, he's the Cyclops guy. He's called Triclops. In the green, maybe you saw Peter's post. Uh, they changed his color to be pretty damn bright green. Um, when when they initially showed everything, it was uh, dark green. Now, dark green is definitely closer to the cartoon, which that's what these are. These are supposed to be cartoon versions of them. Um, I, I just kind of take the wait and see, put them all next to each other, and if the green... It looks like an animation green to me. It looks like a cartoony green, but Peter's right. It's not the green from the cartoon, though. Uh, And then the other thing people are bitching about is Tila's thighs never got fixed, or didn't get fixed all the way, at least. Uh, You'll notice she's got a pretty big gap in there, and people had really asked for those. And (laughs) same with Hawk, the, the female Stratos. Yeah, pretty big gap between those legs. Um, so that's unfortunate, but that's, you know, that's why I didn't order 10 cases of them, but you know, because they're pre-order only those things will, these things are going to double and triple in value. So if you don't, if you don't want them, I'm sure there's somebody out there that, that'll buy them from you. So, and what was the, uh, what was the other, the problem with the non resealable blister card back? Yeah, so they've been they've been saying, "Hey, we're we're making these for collectors. They need to be resealable." 
there was a big fucking to-do about when the Ultimates came and they weren't resealable. Um, and so everybody was like, yeah, what the fuck? And then uh, they said, well, we just wanted to get them to you. And now these are not going to be resealable either. And people are like, okay, now this this is a almost a year after the other ones. And they're still not resealable. And their excuse was that it would have delayed them another two or three weeks. And we've made you guys wait long enough. So we just wanted to get them in your hands. Where I think anybody that's waited a year for them would have been like, yeah, no problem. Take two or three weeks more. So it, and I'm of, I'm of two mindsets with resealable packages. Okay. Resealable packages make me keep the whole package. If I, if it's not resealable, I just keep the artwork, anything that has artwork on it, like custom artwork for that person. So these will most likely have bios on them. Possibly, I guess, maybe not. Um, shit. If they don't have bios on the back, I won't be keeping these at all. That'll actually be even nicer. But so it makes me keep them. So I'm kind of like, eh, because I never take my toy out and then reseal it back up. If I take it out, it's going on display. It's not going back in the package. Um, what it also does is it, it also kills any, any attempt to be able to sell things as sealed. Um, now you could get around that, do a resealable package that has a couple pieces of tape. So if you just want to be able to open it up and put it back in and, and do a whole collector thing, good for you. You still can't sell it as brand new, like no one's ever touched it before. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it kind of fucks people that like to have things sealed and know that their stuff has never been touched. Um, and that's what's kind of crazy about some of the third party. Some of the third party stuff I've gotten isn't sealed in any way. So who's to say that it's not brand new, you know? Yeah. But. Oh, if I was paying, if I was paying, you know, whatever these figures cost, 30 to $50 or whatever, yep. I mean, I would, I would want, you know, I, I would want a, a resealable package or something that doesn't destroy the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a, a good point is when I keep shit for artwork, I'm, I'm like exactling off the bubbles and shit like that. And so, yeah. and no but matter still how, hard. yeah, no matter how good you do that, I'll, I'll scrape the paint somewhere. It, yeah. Or it'll tear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really hard to do that. So, yeah. So, so the, just to be clear, the club gray skull assortment, that those are in boxes, it says here. Yeah. So that's different, and that's because those are being shipped later, I guess, or something. No, it, it's a packaging decision that Mattel made when they were doing the line. Uh, oh. When they did this classics 2.0, I think they called it originally, and then went to filmation or whatever. Uh, they changed the boxes for it. The, okay. the the cards at the top are the same one we've gotten since 2008. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So they're like, let's do something different. And they're in these boxes, which in my opinion, I like better. 
Um, they have little slip covers on them. Um, again, these are resealable and there's, and they're sealed. So if you want to open them, you can cut the tape and take it out, play with it, put it back in there. Um, so I, I dig those and I just like the design better. Um, I never, the classics one, I never was in love with that. It was, it was cool, cool homage, but it got old fast. Adults collect more than kids. So Bloomberg finally did an article uh, talking about how basically movie tie-ins are gone. Um, the only reason why Star Wars is doing any good is because adults are the ones collecting it. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting that now a major, a major financial institution is even writing articles on how kids just aren't freaking buying toys anymore. And, and Hasbro's kidding themselves by thinking that it's not collectors, you know, whether it be a 12 year old collector, a 16 year old collector, or a 40 year old collector that it's still people buying it. Cause it's star Wars, not cause it's a toy, you know? Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. And last up in toy news, and uh, we've had a, a a special guest host <laughs> join Somebody us. who apparently doesn't know how to tell time. <laughs> yeah, when, when we first answered the call and, and and you're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, no, sorry. No, nothing. I'm like, oh, he, he thinks, I'm like, he thinks that he's on time. <laughs> I am sadly mistaken. But I will tell the listeners, I, I figured out my mute button on my mic. So there won't be no slurp in a soup or anything like that in this episode. Because I, 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 trust it. me, I know that kind of shit irritates the hell out of me to listen to a podcast. So I, I sincerely apologize for doing that last episode. It's kind of funny when I think back on it now, because you know, I had so many people in and out of this kitchen. But uh, hopefully I'll be back down recording in, in my basement soon and I'll be able to get out of here. So. All right. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the Poppies are a end-of-the-year survey put out by Michael Crawford. He runs uh, MWC Toys, uh, and uh, I think a Captain Toy is his nom de plume. Uh, so uh, this is a ballot that he painstakingly puts together along with, I don't know how many industry judges. I mean, it's ridiculous. There's probably, oh, 150 uh, for this year. Uh, I happen to be one of them. Yep. Thank you very oh, much. Fancy cool. schmancy. <laughs> so, um, but I don't ever do any of the nominating. Uh, I'm just too freaking lazy. And and 20, I, I would say. It's extensive uh, too, man. Yeah. And it's yeah. And like 75% yeah. of the categories, I don't buy anything in those <laughs> categories anyways. Um, I was, I was uh, telling uh, Lotus that. I should give Peter my login because Peter loves his lists and yeah. he does do a lot of, you know, some of these higher end things and stuff like that and pays attention, a little closer attention to paint. And, oh, okay. I've got the fucking brilliant idea. Not just Peter, but we'll, you too. Cause as you notice, there's a bunch of statues on here too. So we'll just do like an open your toys nominating thing. Lotus, how does that go. sound? Yeah. Yeah, what's what's funny is um, I actually, I mean, I don't know Mike personally or anything, but I listened to the uh, Hot Toys cast um, that uh, 
he puts on. He's he's one of the guests uh, along with Eamon. He's the the host of the show. Oh, and, uh, that. oh that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So Eamon, and and, and so it's um, they talk about you know all the the high end you know all the high end figures and you know I've been listening to him throughout the years and yeah Mike's got this huge warehouse like of like to all side like everything like is in this huge warehouse. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and it's just amazing. I mean, he buy. I mean, he does get some of the some of the stuff, but everything else. I mean, he's basically saying he's buying it all. Wow. So wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got so many. Like, I mean, sideshow from like day one. Like, he's been collecting for you know since day one for a lot of this stuff. So Jesus, pretty pretty neat. That is awesome. Um, so industry judges create this ballot and then we we vote on them um the cool thing is you can abstain you know it um you know i have no opinion about best male figure 12 to 17 <laughs> 12 to 17 inches. i don't care about best female figure 18 inches and up you know so i just abstain from that stuff um but uh he also opens it up for the people so he does the people's pick too so you can go to the show notes at the top of openyourtoys.com find a link to the people's choice ballot and have some fun answer what you want until you get bored and then submit it you know you don't have to be exhaustive you don't have to be like oh really contemplating who was the best company this year i usually just like four horsemen they really did it for me this year. You know, I don't, I don't try to give it too much thought. Um, so check that out. He does again. It's amazing. There are times where I'm like, what the hell is this Voltron solar Chajokin? You know? And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, holy shit. That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. You know? (laughs) Um, let's see here on to third party. Uh, Toy Hacks January update. So these are the people formerly known as Repro Labels. Uh, a couple of interesting ones here. Uh, I'm really digging the uh, G2-inspired jazz sets, uh, both for uh, Power of the Primes, and then what was that third-party one? Yeah, cool stuff? Yeah, no... Uh, uh, downbeat make toys downbeat but they also have coolsville for a regular sticker set for them um looks like uh started their tfc poseidon set what was the other one that i was kind of excited about uh yeah they did do a lot good lord see and like i said the only thing that I I do browse their website from time to time and I start putting, you know, inexpensive stuff in my cart and then I'm like, okay, well, I, I'd like to do this set. And by the time you know it, you're spending, you know, <laughs> between 50 and $100 and I just can't, I can't justify it. So I can never pull the trigger on this stuff. I can never do it. Yeah. And how I do it is, uh, 
it's got to be little bursts. It's got to be their shipping is like flat three dollars or something like that. And so I got to do like under 20 bucks or you're right. You know, if I keep adding stuff and the problem is, is everything has to be one off for me. Like, I don't want to have a whole set of combiner wars figures with one or two guys that I like with stickers on them. You know, if you're going to do a combiner, you got to do all of them. Or if you're going to do Titans Return, you know, I don't just want my Skull Cruncher to be stickered up. I would want my Brainstorm and my Hardhead, you know. So, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like Walmart. You're like, oh, look at all these great deals. And you go check out and it's a hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, you know? exactly. These are not the stickers that you and Swage was talking about, the rub-offs, are they? No, those okay. rub-offs were from uh, the dry rub, were from uh, Abagus. Okay. Um, Just curious. No, these are, and like I say, compared to compared to these, those are super cheap. That's why, mm-hmm. that's why Swage was all excited about them. Um, but again, so I asked Swage, I assume if you knew, you would have chimed in, but... So do you know what dry rub are, Lotus? Um, no, I don't think I've ever actually used them. I mean, I'm guessing they just, they, they transfer without water, right? Yeah, I mean, the my last, my last uh, experience with what I would call dry rub was, it, it, it was like stickers on like a piece of wax paper and you would take your pencil and yeah, it's like a friction. It's like yeah. a friction transfer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. and so I mean, maybe maybe these are super. Again, that was in the eighties. So uh, yeah. maybe that. Generally, technology. the dry rub stickers are pretty thick. They're are thicker. They? Yeah, they tend to be thicker than like a standard sticker. You know. Interesting, because it did. They have say, a different texture to the to them too. Because they did say it made it seem more like tampo or paint because because you could see the grooves and um, Mm them i assume is oh interesting yeah do they do dry rub for star wars is that where you know no no but i i um my it's funny my my nephew who collects wwe figures um he did he he like customizes the wrestling belts and stuff Uh and he bought some dry rub decals to like put over top of like the belts to make them different ones and all Uh and i remember one night this was years ago i was helping him like uh you know we we were just messing around while i'm putting them on and stuff so was his pretty high end were they expensive ones yeah they were just like jack specific figure you know what i mean like whatever the the, i guess six inch wwe figures oh Um, i oh i have some of those because the Build a wrestler figures. I got. Yeah, I like that's. I, I don't know who does that. Mattel does WWE. I'm not sure, but yeah, um, yeah. It was like John Cena, and you know, it was. It's probably been three or four years ago, so <laughs> I don't even know if he collects them anymore. But I do remember him buying some of those. I don't know where the hell he got them at, but I just remember he had a big sticker sheet. They were just all like, they were all sized up to put on the wrestling belts. So like. Like make like make them like WWF. Now that it used to be WWF back in the eighties, oh, yeah. where you could take like that sticker and dry rub it on there, and it would be instead of WWE, it'd be WWF. So you could do like old school wrestling belts and stuff. They had like AWA, WWF, all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah, a cool concept. Yeah, I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever use a dry rub. I know when I used to build models when I was younger, I used to do the the water transfer ones. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the water slide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and I like water slide. I like water slide a lot. Yeah, because uh, you can kind of position them a little bit before yep. they dry, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and they're yeah. not going to go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's my bitch about real stickers is I'm just like, I mean, and I am meticulous. I I don't use gloves, but... Are you the kind that uses, like, the little little pinchers to put them on and stuff? I, I use an X-Acto knife, so I get my X-Acto <laughs> yeah. under there, gotcha. and I stick yeah. it to the... So, like, no oil or grease gets on there or anything, but, yeah. Um, all right. Ed, did you look at this at all, Lotus? Was there anything, like you say, you're, you're kind of... Do you no, just I mean, look now and just not even worry about it anymore? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, I just I just can't I can't get over. You know, like I said, adding it up in my head, I'm like, oh well, if I'm spending fifty dollars, I can put that towards an actual new figure. <laughs> just buy another a figure for fifty dollars. So, um, let's see. And I don't know if you'll be able to buy this for fifty dollars. Oh, segue. Uh, Moz Toys MSO1 Renegade. So Tetrajet, Cybertronian, Starscream, Prototype, and just from the waist up. Um, looks good. Looks like what I'd expect it to look like. Um, very, uh, who was the, oh, iGear. Uh, the arms look a lot like those Raptor arms. Um, yeah, I guess. Okay, not too. I don't close. think so. Nah, I, yeah, I it's not. This looks way better as far as the the robot mode. Yeah. So, but the big draw here. So the big, not the draw here is the Tetrajet part. But the controversy here is that it's it's going to be seven point eight inches tall, or mm-hmm. twenty centimeters, and that puts it in a really weird scale. I mean, it's. I, to me, it's too big to be Chug. It's it's bigger than Voyager. It's so, pretty much like Masterpiece. Yeah, but but then eight inches too small for Masterpiece because I mean Masterpiece is isn't a Masterpiece seeker like ten inches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there you go. There's some some mass shifting for you. Is they're just smaller on Cybertron when they when they need to become when they needed to become um, uh, Earth jets they got they got bigger or something. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Brick Mania Sci-Fi. So uh, I've been doing good uh, to try to clear up time to to focus on my job search a little bit more. I've been unsubscribing from all my lists and the Facebook groups and all this bullshit. Um, and so I was going to unsubscribe from brick mania and I was like, well, I'll look one more time and lo and behold, they've been doing some amazing sets. Now with that said, they are also so pricey. So, so, so pricey. Um, now these they do do custom printing on their bricks, so that's a big plus. Um, unlike G Oneer, we've talked about a lot of his custom GI Joe sets. Uh, these are all official, brand new Lego. So this is mm. not any reclaimed Lego, or I've 
I think they call them reclaimed Lego uh, or any, you know, Lego compatible stuff. This is all official Lego. Um, but they have an amazing uh, Aliens APC. So the little uh, armored carrier that takes them in. Uh, $260. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what, what's crazy to me is uh, they don't give a brick count. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they do. 553. So this would Take a be... look up at that Centaurian Raider. How much that is. I know, no shit. Well, and I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to show you something in a second that I don't know why it's not on this page, but so they have a they have some old school Battlestar Galactica. They have a Starfleet a Starfleet Constitution class. So that's the original, uh, original uh, Enterprise. Like Kirk and Spock uh, Enterprise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let me see here. So that APC for is two hundred and sixty bucks, and it's five hundred and fifty three pieces. That would be the equivalent of a fifty dollar set from Lego. Hmm, damn. That damn. that Enterprise it is sixty five dollars, and it comes with a hundred pieces. That would be ten dollars if it was an wow. actual Lego set. So these wow. are about five times more expensive than yeah. regular Lego sets. Now, yeah. click on the logo, go to the homepage, scroll down, and you'll see the Offworld Marines dropship. And for people that don't know, Brickmania started their their claim to fame is they do uh, Lego won't do war toys. So they do, like, realistic, as realistic as real Legos get, uh, mm-hmm. uh, World War One, World War Two ships and vehicles and that kind of stuff, and figures. Uh, their big claim to fame is they custom print real Lego figures. Um, so you're getting a, a, a factory-quality Lego figure. Now, again, they're like, 12 to 15 bucks a piece. They're not cheap. Mm. So the AP or the uh, drop ship. So this is the thing that drops the APC weighs 9.4 pounds. Yeah. It doesn't come with an APC. So you have to buy the APC separate, uh, is $1,300. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, now it is, it is, uh, 2,500 pieces, but still that is Jesus. So that would be 250 bucks normally for a Lego set. So yeah, you're still looking at five times what Lego charges. Mm. Mm. Well, I will say this, you know, if you're a Battlestar Galactica fan, where else are you going to get a Battlestar Galactica uh, Lego set, you know, so yeah. maybe maybe you'd be willing to pay that that kind of money just to have like a one off piece, uh, yeah, for something you like. And and I'll tell you what would caught my eye with the aliens. So they yeah. have little aliens, and they're only twelve bucks. Like yeah, that, I could true. I could do, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, one one more I wanted to check just because she's uh, uh, <clears throat> my favorite character from it. Again, this must be growing up in New Mexico, but uh, uh, Cadet Vasquez, they call it Off-World Marine Smart Gunner. Yeah, look at that. 
thirty bucks for a freaking minifigure. Yeah. With a with a little custom gun. Jesus, that's a lot of money. Good <laughs> lord. And it's currently sold out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Alright, mm. so that's one that I'm like, okay, I'll <laughs> I'll keep this newsletter. <laughs> I, want, I want to see what other craziness these guys do. There's uh, a nice YouTube video you can link to it as well at the bottom if you want to see it in action. Oh, really? Oh, I'll yeah. If you go all the way to the bottom, there's a YouTube link. Well, there you go, people. Click our link. I'll have to <laughs> add that to my watch later list. Um, Zeta Toys Onslaught looks like full production here. Uh, yeah. Looks like what Zeta's doing. Ultra plane. Um, the crazy thing to me is but the lack of paint. And does it yeah. say maybe that it doesn't have paint? Indicate. Oh, these are not the final colors. Okay, so then it may not have the paint either. So. <laughs> but yeah, looks like Zeta. Super plain, but more cartoon accurate than the more stylized versions. Well, the cool thing with the Zeta toys is, you know, it's going to be at a good price point at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be interested to see, cause we, have you seen or heard anything about a price point for him? No, that, no, I, I haven't. Main for guy. Main. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm figuring it's going to be like 80 bucks. I mean, the limbs are like in that 50, $55 price point. So I'm thinking maybe 85. Yeah. 80, around 85, 90. And that's what's kind of put me off on it. Well, that and being unemployed, <laughs> boom, uh, is that I I I'm scared that that I mean, looking at that, I wouldn't say that's going to be 120 bucks, but that's what I was kind of scared about is like you know, oh yeah, 50 for the limbs and then 120 for the main guy. Uh, Mythic Legions from Four Horsemen. Oh no, skipped one. <laughs> Whoa, skipped way ahead. Uh, yeah. Mech Planet's uh, Hearts of Steel Bumblebee. Now, this I'm excited about. Cause I is... really like the, I like this a lot. Now, do you know what this is from, Vern? No, but I just think it's awesome that Bumblebee was a little train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fucking cool looking, man. I, I just like the, that, that robot form looks awesome. Yeah, so uh, uh, Hearts of Steel is Transformers in like the railroad days so like prime was a big steam engine i Mm. don't i don't remember bumblebee being a steam engine as well but i i obviously am wrong i can't imagine they would make (laughs) it be like hearts of steel but not hearts of steel um i was this a comic or something like yeah it was a it was a a three or four issue comic Okay. Um, and I have the shockwave from it. The shockwave was one of those old, like Civil War uh, armored boats, you know, that only Damn. stuck like three feet out of the water, just yeah. high enough to get guns to mm-hmm. shoot at everything. Um, I'm about to check this out. That's just right up my alley. The uh, um, they did the uh, seekers, so they did. Uh, 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 Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp. And they're kind of, now they're pretty stylized, but they're kind of like looking like a Wright Brothers biplane uh, kind of nice. thing. So, yeah, that's cool. 
It's a cool concept. They were supposed yeah. to do uh, supposed to do Insecticons, and uh, uh, but those got put on the back shelf. At least MMC was. MMC was the company that originally did this Hearts of Steel line way back in the day. That was some of their first stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also are getting a G1 Optimus Prime. So if you don't quite have a legend scale or if you want a little bit bigger one to be in scale with the uh so mech planet toys uh is or am i thinking of something are these the guys i know they're doing original molds now but they started off doing the knockoffs right yeah yeah and, they, and they, I, I still are doing some knockoffs i heard this is another Another Keith's uh, company, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's another one of his companies. <laughs> That's freaking crazy. That you, you know, you just get some engineers, you get a factory, and then you can just make like ten different companies. You know, and if one gets a bad name, you just shut yeah, it and keep going with another one. You know, that's exactly right. <laughs> the bumblebee from this line is just really weird. I don't. The, the, yeah. the fatty, the fatty bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks like me after ha- having my daughter five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying around that sympathy weight still. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well. At least Lotus and I have been doing this for about an hour I'm, and a half. We need now. to take a break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and take a break, and then uh, we'll come back with store report, bitches. Peace. Peace. Tired of losing battle after battle in the sky, the Autobots create the ultimate robot jet, Jet Sire. <laughs> But the evil Decepticons have a secret new weapon, Shockwave. <laughs> Sold separately from Hasbro. Alright guys, welcome back. Store report. New Mighty Mugs are hitting. I got to see these the other day. Uh, they're actually really cute. Um, yeah, I actually kind of like dig these. I'm not a big Mighty Mugs person, but these are kind of cute. And uh, and the face, the face flip works pretty good. There was one that was already broken. In, in the store, you know, in the package, the package is cool. You can you can press down on them, and in the package. So again, uh-huh. we were uh, you missed. So what the face swirls around like uh, uh, three times. Okay, so it's it's just oh. like uh, many faces. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly, gotcha. and it's and it's all kind of spring loaded. So you push down, and it like zip. Oh, okay, zip, cool. And it locks into place. Um, the Darth Vader one was like eh, the the white like highlight dots on his eyes just move into different spots. So huh. <laughs> the expression doesn't like the light it, subtly but, changing. Yeah, whereas <laughs> you could see like with the other ones, they're smiling and then growling and you know all that kind of shit. But again, kitsch if it's yeah. your thing, I, I think they're kind of cool. I probably I like that won't one. buy one, but. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Uh, truce closing. So we talked about this on the group this week. I unfortunately, one of my favorite ones is closing. I'm I've so seen sad. that the Aurora one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's the only one closing. Um, it would have been a big, bigger deal. Uh, it's the one, it's the one that I would go to when I, uh, was at my last job because uh, it was so close. Sorry. The only one in my area that's closing is somewhere that's far out from here. It's not any local ones. So not that kind of one we went to in the dead. Mall. No, hell, that one's been around for thirty years. <laughs> that that one hasn't isn't closing. That would actually be a really sad moment for me. That's like one of the very last things from my childhood that's still around. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's this one. Uh, this one, the only, the only. Uh, uh, sentimental value it has is because it was with that job um because it moved there like three years ago four years ago the Mm -hmm. the one that's been there since i started collecting in aurora was at a different location so it's not Mm -hmm. even in the same location that i Mm -hmm. that it's been in the majority of the time i've been collecting yeah i mean i can literally i can literally remember shopping at that one when i was in the second grade Oh, you know, second, or third grade. That's how far back that place goes. And I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any around you closing Lotus? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's one that's um, considered like uh, it never went through the remodel. So uh, it's still the original vintage. And uh, so that's a really, it's got that old smell and <laughs> it's got the old fascia outside and yeah yeah it's it's a standalone like off to the side and it's kind of hard to get to like traffic wise and so yeah that's closing it kind of sucks you know yeah but uh yeah it is what it i got to say i'm not i'm not surprised to find out that they're closing i mean when they announced the bankruptcies you know i figured that they probably would after Christmas, because you know you figure they're not going to close before a big holiday of the year. Sure, yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised to see them shut the stores down after after the holidays. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it, if anybody thought that that wasn't coming, yeah, you know, they're trying to fool themselves. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. that's anybody who's been through a restructuring of a company knows exactly. how that goes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I read. Did I close my tab again? Jesus. Okay, so how do you go through the show notes, Vern? How do you keep up with what we're looking at and stuff? Do you just click I, on it when we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I I uh I use my iPad. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what I. Yep, I go to the show notes you send me, and then I just follow down the down the notes. And so you're just clicking back when it's time to go yes. back yep. and stuff. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's what I do, and I just get lost. Sometimes I go too many layers deep, or I, I guess with an iPad, you don't really have to worry about closing the wrong tab because yeah. I have multiple tabs open and shit. Yeah. But Lotus does an ingenious thing. He opens every single show note in a tab, so that's he smart. just closes them down as we talk about them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah just keep the show notes on the very far left, and then... You just you know, work your way from. See, that's how you should do it, right. listeners. That's how you should do it. <laughs> yeah, be listening to us and open every yeah. single tab. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Follow along with the show. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, online, G.I. Joe Collectors Club. 
posted some old product. Uh, now you got to be a member of the club to be able to order this stuff. Uh, I, we just realized that Brian Brink ordered one of those uh, uh, Dreadnought Stingers with Heart Wrencher. And uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry, I'm resetting toys up and I just had a spill. Take out a bunch. Anyways, uh, so I told him, go see if you can order. You might be able to. And yeah, you still can't order from the G.I. Joe Collector Club unless you're a member. So, But I did figure out that I could pre-order, pre-order him one and have it shipped to him. So that was kind of cool. No, no having to double ship things. Uh, but the stuff they added is from their archives and I fucking love this. They scalp this shit when they can. I, I fucking love it. Figures from the same wave are twice as expensive just because they know the secondary value of them and shit. Uh, 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 I don't know. Something about that just drives me a little crazy. I guess they're collector focused, so it's one of those things. But uh, like they have a $25 Toys R Us uh, six pack here for, or is that a five pack or a six pack? Uh, six pack that was 25 bucks at Toys R Us is $102. Like, really? It's all sold as is. No returns, you know, so you're kind of taking your life in your own hands. And there's nothing really good. I thought they might have some more 25th stuff for you, Lotus. Um, yeah. And the only thing they have is an overpriced Cobra Commander. Yeah, that's yeah, way overpriced. Uh, but if you're looking, there's some 12 inch and there's a lot of Sigma 6 stuff. So if you're a Sigma 6 guy, it's a chance to get some of that. Uh, Big Bad and all the major retailers put up the MP34S Shadow Panther exclusive. Uh, so I had no idea who this was. I, I posted in the group like, okay, so who is this? Peter just copy and paste TF Wiki's two paragraph description. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to know like what it's from. So I went to he. Oh no, I think he did Wikipedia's or well, maybe he did TF Wiki's. But anyways, so I thought this guy was part of fiction, something like that. Nope. He's just a black repaint of an old Cheetor figure. That's the only, and he has a little bio. That's that's it. They're just finding, trying to find some way to reuse this mold. Uh, I mean, the colors look cool, but yeah. I mean, uh, what are you, you going to do? So I read through, I was like, okay, so why the fuck would anyone buy this? Because again, it was a Japanese repaint of it too. Um, so he comes with faces and let me see if one of the pictures. So he yeah, comes so. with the the mutant, and I guess this mutant one is actually from the TV show. And they've been doing that with every repaint of the Beast Wars figures, is including this mutant face, which I guess if you're a Beast Wars diehard, that's why you would buy this, is to get the mutant face from the TV show. But kind of like yeah whatever yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> yeah no I, interest. I want the i want the prime because i'm a prime collector but i don't want the toy repaint 
of the Prime. I want the one that's supposed to be the, quote, masterpiece version of it, you know? But, anyways, that's just me. Uh, Something that I'm glad will stick around for a while, but I'm just like, oh, I just wish I could pre-order it right now. Uh, Is Return of the Jedi Jumble Royal Guard. So, uh, one of my, one of my, if not my top focus character for Star Wars is the Royal Guards, Senate Guards, Shadow Guards, whatever, uh, elite crews that are tasked to protect and carry out the Emperor's orders. Um, love it. Love it. Um, don't like that it's soft goods. It's always been this real real tough thing for me that I hate big soft goods cloaks like this. And one of my favorite figures of all times is vintage one is always in a soft cloak like this, but, uh, still I like it. I, it I don't will, know. It, it will be looks, mine. It just looks like he's cold and he just, you know, <laughs> just bundling up, snuggling up in a snuggie or something. <laughs> He's just cold in the package. That's what it kind of looks like. They had red Snuggies back in the day. I should have bought okay. me one. You're right. That would have made a, an awesome... All I had to do was buy the helmet, which, granted, yeah. is $400 for the helmet. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That, that would be a costume. Here's my $400 collectible helmet <laughs> and my $15 Snuggie. Don't yeah. I look awesome? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Mythic Legions. So now we're back to where I false started before. Uh, Mythic Legions All-Star Pre-Orders. So these group of, I don't know how many there are, all 10 of them? 12? Uh, so there's 12 different figures. And uh, these were all voted on by fans' choice. So likely most of these are, are high... Uh, high aftermarket values right now. So that's kind of cool. Um, we do get a couple that I, or at least one that I had, I had the cool, uh, well, I guess I have the He-Man version of Atlas, the conqueror. Um, it's cool that, uh, Eagleist 2.0 is back up as part of this as well. A little pricey there. Um, on him looking at 45 bucks just because of all the accessories and pay naps. But come on, who doesn't want an eagle with a flag for wings? I mean, that's just beautiful. Yeah, that's the that's the one with the little man on his crotch. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Did you watch that review, Bobby's review of these? No, no, I just oh, remember just we, we talked about this oh, before, like, you know, when it first got, I guess, announced, like, a bunch of episodes ago, huh. and I was like, what is up with the little man on his crotch? I don't understand that. I totally forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand why it looks like... Uh, yeah, trust me, I'm right there with you. Considering that most of their deco is, their deco and sculpt is really well planned out. Yeah. Um, but an awesome one if you just wanted to dip your toes in, and you're like, eh, 
Um, Eagleus is one of them if you're uh, American. Um, but the Templar Knight is also just kind of a really cool kind of historic figure to get that, you know, it could just sit on a shelf all by himself. And uh, and not too bad there. Only 22 bucks on him. Uh, you'll notice some of them are 35 They're going to come with extra heads and probably a few extra accessories, that kind of things. And then some of them are $22 uh, just because they have less deco and less accessories. God, only 22 Shit. I need a damn job. I need to sell toys. Like, I'd actually be okay to buy some toys if I was actually selling some of my fucking toys. Uh, next up, I put this on here solely for me because I actually love uh, how the movie Hound. Um, I think he's just an awesome character in and of itself, not necessarily the Hound from G1 Cartoons, but uh, who is this? Mr. Dr. Wu has made an add-on for the uh, the Last Night version of Hound, which is inferior to the previous Hound, but it's kind of cool. It adds, it adds a, like, topper part to his pickup, and then uh, the awesome thing is it turns into his big old huge Gatling gun, that his triple Gatling gun that he uses in the movie. Um, if I were buying toys, this would have been enough for me to go hunt down that hound and get this extra thing. I like this so much. I like it so much. I think much. there was something else for... For movie Hound as well, there was something else that made that I don't know if he if Doctor Wu made it, but there was like a better looking like chest vest kind of a thing you could put on him. It was a while back. It was a while ago. It was like something when that when that when the Hound first came out. Huh. Yeah. I have to check that out. I I just fell in love. I thought the I thought the topper looked stupid. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I started. Uh, scrolling through it and I'm like it turns into a Gatling gun oh my god that's amazing um, so the the other cool thing that this does come with is uh, it comes with a cigar that it looks like you can put in his mouth it looks like it's molded to be able to do that and then dog tags as well I don't know it looks like the dog tags have a peg on it so maybe they can peg in somewhere but yeah, cool upgrade set. Again, $25 upgrade kit for, well, I guess it's a $30 toy, but I like it. Uh, okay, so now everybody can chime in on this because it isn't, oh, it's Star Wars or it's Transformers. It is the Holiday Bucky O'Hare Special Edition. Um, now this is only, I think this is about, oh, it's only five bucks more than the regular one. Uh, limited, it's a really low run, uh, 400 pieces. So if anyone's un, unaware or can't figure it out, Bucky O'Hare is a, uh, bunny rabbit and Boss Fight Studio is doing an Easter version of him as a chocolate bunny rabbit. So he's basically all brown, but then he's got a little bit of white and then pink 
you know how they do the eyes like that he looks good enough to eat yeah i i love it i fucking love it uh someone on our group and i'm sorry i forgot who it was uh but someone was like this is some bullshit and i'm like i like it i think it's good but again i was a huge chocolate bunny fanatic you know like my easter baskets had to have a chocolate a hollow one too solid yeah. ones suck in yeah. my opinion yeah the hollow ones were the best <laughs> yeah um so yeah all right so anybody are you guys gonna get this come on it's a perfect one-off no piece. i'd never like bucky o'hare and i would never buy this <laughs> not even if it was five dollars i wouldn't buy it really a nope. chocolate bunny action never, figure? I don't like Bucky O'Hare. I don't like rabbit characters. I never <laughs> liked that one that, that they did for Masters. It was the rabbit. I forget what the hell's name was. Oh, yeah, the purple um, rabbit. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's not, not for me. And no Jackson the rabbit from Star no, Wars? No. <laughs> nope. How about you, Lotus? Uh, a good no. chance to try out Boss Fight Studios, small independent toy firm trying to make it with the big guys. Where am I going to put this? No, no. <laughs> In your Easter basket. Yeah. <laughs> you could do an Easter basket display. No. No. It's a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't pay 40 bucks for it. I would pay I would pay 20 bucks. The problem is is it comes with all of its accessories cuz they're all part of the same tool and everything. So you get extra eye or extra expressions and guns and hands and I'm just like, "No. Don't need that." Um weird that they the, they painted the star on the back of his cape, but <laughs> All right. I just so, remember Bucky O'Hare as a short-lived cartoon and a series of figures that was in the clearance bins at Toys R Us for months and months <laughs> and months when I was a kid. Yeah, I got one pretty – when they announced that they were going to do Bucky O'Hare, I was like, oh, hell yeah, because I love having the vintage and modern versions mm-hmm. together. So, yeah, I was able to score a, like, mint card Bucky O'Hare for, like, 10 bucks at my little yeah. toy show. I was excited. <laughs> Um, all right. I want to just bring up briefly, um, and I'm glad Vern's on cause he can give a, a star Wars perspective. Um, uh, but, uh, rock brought up in the group talking about KOs. Uh, mm-hmm. we've been a bad influence on yet another person and <laughs> rock is now, uh, rock is now collecting, uh, <laughs> box transformers so if you don't know rock he he collects uh everything carded Mm -hmm. uh because what he's going for is like a toy store feel like he has a ton of vintage star wars and they're on pegs i mean they're in protective cases and everything but they're hanging on pegs like you would see them and stuff like that at least i think they're in protective cases anyways not the point. He goes for a toy store feel. He says he wants it to feel like you're walking into a toy store. So he started doing Transformers, and he's been doing a lot of KOs. Because that's one of the nice things, is not only are Transformer KOs relatively high quality, um, the box qualities are amazing on them. Yep. You know, they're, they're, almost, they're indistinguishable to a layman. That's for sure. You yeah. know, that's uh, exactly when I got into collecting transforms. If you remember, that was one of my questions. Like, 
I like the box art, and I was just like, I'm just going to get the KOs, you know, because I'm going to display them. And uh, I bought that Optimus Prime, you know, it was like yeah. the first one. And then um, I quickly discovered that some of the KOs, even the KOs can be quite expensive. So yeah, I, uh, I just opted to go for, you know, out of package uh, vintage Transformers. But I definitely know where he's coming from because they do look good displayed. So I just wanted to talk about some of the KOs out there real briefly, where you can get them if you're interested in doing this. Again, it gives me some moral pause. You know, this is IP theft. They are stealing money. You know, you can rationalize it, or, or stealing ideas at least. You can rationalize it that, hey, Hasbro's never going to make a G1 G1 Optimus Prime and original packaging again Mm -hmm. or whatever, but all of this is illegal, so let's not make any qualms about it. Let's not be around the bush. I do it. I like it. Um, If you're looking for Transformers, Rock's had a lot of good good experiences on eBay. Um, I, when I was going through my G1 phase and buying a lot of them, I bought mine on iOffer.com it's a eBay like site. It's not auctions. People put shit up there for sale and you can make an offer. And most of the times the dealers will take anywhere from five to 10% less, you know? So I don't try to insult them. Uh, and, and the crazy thing is it even gives you what you should offer based on what the seller has accepted in the past but i always go a little lower than that and just try to get it um you can do deals with them you can say hey i'm gonna buy all of these so can you knock 20 percent off of each one since they can just send you one big box of shit um but it is it's not i mean you still pay through paypal so you're still protected if you don't get your shit but again, it's coming from China all the time, so it's going to take forever. Uh, when Vern bought his Optimus Prime, I was like, oh, I never even really thought about that, buying one just to have in box. I have I have the, the, the remake of it that they did with the comic and the sound chip, so I have an out-of-box G1 Prime that I like. And then so, but I wanted one in the vintage box, so I did that. My corner got dented on the flap at the top, so it kind of sucks. My my boxed version has a big old crumpled corner, so you will run into that. So you got to kind of keep that in mind. Um, what what really what the second thing that made me think about this after Rock was um, Peter posted a link to action figure therapy which is a a really funny um uh comic or blog i don't know what you want to call it but uh they do uh gi joe and they just humanize them you know uh they just have them going through regular life shit alcoholism bipolar you know shit like that well they were selling these knockoff gi joes And I'm like, oh, holy shit, I have seen those before. So I went to my favorite knockoff G.I. Joe place, and that's AliExpress. It's it's an offshoot of Alibaba. If you haven't heard of Alibaba, it is the Amazon of China. Um, It is so much bigger than Amazon, it's not even funny. Um, 
And uh, so it's the, I don't know if it's the American offshoot, if it's smaller. I don't know what this is, but it's called AliExpress, A-A-L-I-Express.com. And man, they have so many amazing knockoff Legos since the last time I was there. They have knockoff Lego Godzillas, knockoff Lego Rambos. Uh, They have a whole slew of knockoff Lego G.I. Joes. And again, now we're talking, instead of, you know, Action Figure Express was reselling these, obviously, for like five bucks a piece. They're a dollar a piece shipped on there. Now, some, some, it, it's different sellers, so you have to kind of look around. Not any one seller is not going to have every single knockoff Lego you want, but this is how I got all my Force Awakens stuff because I really didn't want a lot of Force Awakens Lego sets, but I wanted all the Lego figures. I got a set of 10 Force Awakens Lego minifigures for 10 bucks shipped. So, fun thing to have in your collection you know and Solange not being unethical about it and trying to resell them as official if you're just going to put them in your collection yeah I have less of a problem with that uh eBay so we talked about Black Major earlier um Black Major is a guy that does factory runs of O-ring GI Joes and basically what he'll do is take a troop builder and put it into every color scheme you could possibly imagine. So like bats, I love bats. I have almost every single bat color variation he's ever put out. So we're talking about the techno version, uh, like, uh, uh, what's the, uh, toxic version, uh, uh, crimson viper version, a snow version, you know, all these versions they never made. Um, and I find I primarily follow those on eBay. He also, like I mentioned, he has a Facebook group. Um, so if you're interested in that, I mean, Cobra Troopers and GI Joe Green, Cobra Troopers and Tiger Force color, you know, anything you can imagine, uh, he's probably put out. Now some of them are extremely hard to find and are expensive now. Um, but again, me knockoffs aren't to be collected. They're splurges you know <laughs> like oh I'll, I'll go buy me a whole set of force awakens minifigures you know <laughs> um now uh lotus any other input from you on where to buy ko's are you completely against them i know you don't necessarily collect them but you know i mean i i can definitely understand you know i mean like what what rock was was uh, you know rock actually uh, the the ones that he ordered from I offer you know they they actually came in like mint mint condition and the ones he ordered from eBay were were boxed the boxes were damaged and, and that's the whole point he's not even looking to open these up he's literally looking to to have these figures sit on the shelf and, you know, make it look like a toy store. And so for that, I don't really see anything wrong. I mean, it, it because I mean, it's, it's, it's not, a, I don't know. I'm, so I'm not, I'm not a KO guy. Um, I, I don't really have any interest in buying KOs, but if I was looking to 
if I was looking to put together like a, a mock toy store, uh, there's no way I could, you know, buy a Sunstreaker, a box Sunstreaker, you know, even a loose box, you know, open box Sunstreaker with, you know, wear and stuff on, on the on the edges of the box and the window pushing in stuff. That's going to run you over 100 bucks, yeah, you know, yep. just for that one figure. And, you know, these KOs allow, you know, to you spend like 30, 40 bucks and or, or even less, you know, 25, depending on, you know, how many, like you said, you know, making the offer on there, uh, 20, 25 bucks. And, you know, hopefully you'll get a minty, minty figure box. Um, so for that, yeah, I, I'm, I guess I'm okay with it. Uh, just, but I'm just like when you're actually going to take the figure out and actually, you know, play around with it or pose it and stuff, that's where I just don't feel that. I kind of feel you should spend a little bit more and just get the real thing. Kind of, I don't know. I just don't feel. I just don't feel comfortable. You know. Yeah. Um, Vern. So Star Wars is probably GI Joe's a little bit not happy with the reproduction or KO mm-hmm. stuff, but Star Wars. Like I read things about people getting kicked out of groups and stuff like that. So I know Star Wars, Star Wars for vintage, vintage collectors are extremely passionate. Um, There's two sides to that coin. It's either you're cool with reproduction stuff or you're not. And if you're not, um, I've seen groups where if you even mention reproduction stuff, you're going, there's no, there's zero tolerance for, um, for some groups, I mean, there's always that um, you got the side where, oh, yeah, you know, I just buy these because let's face it, anybody who collects vintage Star Wars knows that the weapons most of the time cost some instances three and four times the amount of the figure. Yeah. So reproduction weapons are a huge um, uh, like detriment to the vintage community just because there's so much of it floating around unless you're an expert um, and really know how to tell the differences. Uh, you know, you really can't. Um, uh, can't tell the difference, you know. I mean, there's. I've collected stuff long enough to know. I know the differences. I have books that I refer to, you know, or I did when I had them. Just the different markings, how they float, the colors of the plastic, just in general, how the seams when they were put together and stuff are. There's a lot of ways to look at stuff, but there's so much, uh, you know, um, vintage weapons out there that are that are just in in. Uh, and, and circulation that it really makes it hard to make sure you're getting um, a genuine figure with a genuine weapon, unless you're buying it from an absolutely trusted person that, you know, deals with that. Yeah. Um, I myself um, don't mind reproductions. Um, I like to take figures um, that are old and dirty and, and kind of try to restore them, you know, uh, if I can. Um, and if that means going online and buying, you know, a $3 lightsaber to make him look good, um, uh, sitting on a shelf, you know, uh, that's great. Personally, when I collected vintage, I didn't have any reproduction weapons. Um, I did when I first started collecting vintage, but as I got into it, just for my personal collection, I, I wanted all, you know, solely uh, legit stuff. But for a while there, I did have a lot of reproductions. And um, anytime I sold stuff, I always, you know, let people know that they were reproduction weapons and things like that. So, but you got a lot of people out there who don't, they try to sell stuff as legit, uh, yeah. vintage stuff yeah, and that- reproduction weapons. And, you know, I mean, that's a difference. Like you could sell, say, you know, you have a Luke Skywalker figure, a farm boy from 77, you know, 
he's got a vintage lightsaber, you could get $75 to $80 for that figure. Um, if he's just that standard figure with a reproduction saber, you might get 25 for him. Yeah, that's a huge, so, huge difference. I mean, there's yeah. blasters that go with some of those figures later on in the line that cost a hundred dollars for a blaster. Jesus. I mean, it's yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you know, you the the R two D two pop up saber figure, that saber by itself could go for over a hundred dollars just for original wow. saber. So you know, I I don't mind reproduction. Like I said, like when I did get into Transformers, I bought that Optimus Prime from eBay. It came from China. It was in a beautiful box. I had, um, at the time, a complete vintage G1 Prime that I pulled out and I did a comparison to. And I will tell you this, you, and I think we talked about it on a podcast a couple years ago, there was literally zero, like, you couldn't tell that that, re- that, that reproduction was not a G1. I mean, it was just as quality-wise to me. It might have been just a hair under, but certainly not to the point where you would be afraid to transform him or display him or anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I don't even remember when I was looking into them, box-wise, they had Constructicon sets. They had Dinobot sets. They didn't have a G1 Repro uh, um, Megatron. Um, There was a lot of stuff that they didn't have G1. They had the Seekers, I think. They had um, Aerial Bots, some some sets like that. So, you know, you can really put together yourself a nice collection if you want. Um, If you're just going to put it on display, yeah, man, go for it. I mean, it looks great. It displays beautifully. It's got that vintage feel. You know, you you get that... that, that, uh, uh, hark back to your childhood and stuff, you know, and and um, I, I think it looks great. But again, just don't sell that shit, you know, uh, under the presumption that it's it's legit and try to make you know extra money off because uh, you know that that's the thing I don't like about it is that you know people do try to do that. Not everybody, and I think it's a small percentage of people that do that. But you know, there's really, <clears throat> to my knowledge, there's only one guy on all of eBay right now that actually sells Star Wars reproduction. Um, uh, weapons and he has actually started coloring them differently because he's oh, gotten so much flack. Yeah, huh. like uh, like Prin- Princess Leia's blaster for the uh, original twelve was a blue colored blaster, so he's been printing that in black. He's been printing some of the black weapons in gray, so you know right off the bat that hey, it does look great. It looks complete with a figure, but you know hey, that's reproduction because it's, it's a different color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good way to do it too. Because um, I, I would be the same way as you. Like, if it's just on a shelf, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, whether it's blue or black. But like you say, once you start getting more finite, and you really mm-hmm. wanna, really wanna get into it, yep. yeah, then it would start bugging me knowing it's supposed yeah. to be blue. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, right, right, and and that's like and and like you know, there's he they sell like reproduction stickers for like R two, you know, because um, a lot of his stickers they fade, they get yellow, they get torn off. Kids play with them in bathtubs, you know what I mean? Yeah. You'll find a lot of R twos, but you know, same thing. If if you have a R two D two from the original seventy seven run, you could get sixty seventy bucks for him right now uh, with a you know regular sticker. Uh, you know, if you. Uh, that sticker's not on them, you'd be lucky to get you know fifteen bucks for them. So uh, it's huge, huge difference in in originality versus the reproduction stuff. Like yeah, like with I, anything would be, you know. I guess for me, I just don't like, you know, uh, like some people will put stuff on eBay, mm-hmm. and you know they won't they won't disclose. And there's a lot of people who you know don't they're just coming into it like let's say rock's yeah. just coming into it yep. and he thinks he's getting a great deal on a g1 transformer and it's it's not mm-hmm. you know because 
I mean, those boxes are real, real close. Like, I mean, if if you don't know to look for a semicolon next to the word ages before (laughs) five and up, then you you don't know that. And there's a lot of people that have no idea about that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, I just don't like it when that stuff gets saturated into the market. Um, I actually bought a a Thundercats uh, Pumaira, and she came with the uh, she came with a, a knockoff sling, and I, I had no idea. And when I went to go search down the actual real sling, it was like forty bucks just for the sling. <laughs> yeah. Know? So yeah. the sellers yeah, weapons are weapons are extremely extremely expensive. I I just, well we'll talk about it when we get into um, what we got, but um, yeah, and vintage weapons for just about any toy line, especially from the eighties right now, is really. Transformers has always been the you know Transformers weapons for vintage is, is the highest of any of the four we cover. Yeah. Um, you know it's it's crazy how much those uh, you know a lot of say twenty miscellaneous weapons could go for a hundred bucks. You know um, it's yeah it is it's crazy it's it's uh but it, it is what it is it's supply and demand. You know that's that's the thing. You know when we were kids we played with our toys on the carpets and we dropped our little pieces and our little weapons and mom come through with a vacuum cleaner and she sucked those <laughs> weapons up. And they were gone, and all that was left was that three or five inch figure, and that's why those weapons are so demanding because a lot of them just didn't didn't make it. You know, there's just a, it's a it's a, a very scarce quantity of them out there. Yeah, I mean that were made in the millions and millions, but still, um, <laughs> you know, as far as it goes, it's it's there's certainly less weapons than there are figures. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do uh, what we got, Vern. You, you already hinted <laughs> so, at yeah, yours. So- yeah, getting into that. So um, when I sold my uh, master stuff, you know, a while back, I never really wanted to sell my, my original He-Man and Skeletor. Um, I wanted to keep those, but it's kind of hard selling a lot of figures when you're excluding the original two from that line, you know? Yeah. So I kind of made the sacrifice back then and, and, and sold them with it. And I've always wanted to get, you know, just because I'm kind of focusing on just He-Man and Skeletor at this point. So I've been searching, you know, here and there, and I, I come across some. Um, a guy on offer up one of the sales sites, and he had a uh, a vintage, you know, eighties He Man, eighty one He Man, really good condition. He wanted like thirty five bucks, and I was like, man, that seems kind of high, you know. So, because I haven't bought Master stuff in a while, mm-hmm. so I go on, you know, line, and I'm looking, and a vintage, a vintage He Man with his original weapons right now is selling for about a hundred dollars, which which just blew me away, like. It, it, I couldn't believe it. So I'm looking. I, I, I search recent sales, and yes, they're selling. You know, seventy five, eighty five, ninety five, depending on the condition. Skeletor is selling for uh, seventy five to eighty five dollars complete. You know, uh, but they're the only two that are maintaining that high range. Like unless you get into the later lines, like in eighty seven when stuff was dying off. Yeah. So anyway, I, I uh, struck a deal with the guy. I got it shipped for thirty bucks to the house. Got him. He's perfect. I love him. Um, he's in really good shape. Um, I just need to get weapons for him. Um, so, uh, I searched and I found a, a, a Skeletor. I was lucky. I was up late one night. A guy had just put a complete Skeletor up, um, good condition, $35 buy it. Now I immediately bought it cause I knew it was a good deal. So yeah, so I got me a vintage Skeletor He-Man again. Um, nice. happy about that. I just need some weapons. Like I said, for He-Man and I picked up, um, the Jawa from the 40th anniversary line, um, this past week. He finally came in the mail and I picked up, um, the, uh, Death Star Commander, so at this point, all I need to finish off that twelve set is um the uh, San San Carl, San Person, uh, what do you call him? Uh, he's got like two names. Tuscan Raider. Uh, Tuscan Raider, yeah. I need a Tuscan Raider. Um, 
And I think that's all I've gotten this past couple weeks. But uh, yeah, the, the the highlight was a He-Man and Skeletor. I was real happy to get those back. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, while you're telling me that story, I was like, ooh, if he didn't get it. Because I, I have, now again, it's it all depends on your outlook. I have the reissue He-Man and Skeletor. Like, right, and I would buy those case, if I could find them. They, they also go for fresh. quite a bit of money. What's oh, that? really? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you're talking about the ones that come out in like 2000, the anniversary line? Yeah. I yeah. tried oh, yeah. to sell those for 10 bucks a piece at my oh, toy dude, show don't do for, that. Don't for do five that. years. Let me tell and you what some Everybody picks them up, and I say, right. they're the reissue, if you know what right. that means. And now are they everybody in the, puts are they, them back down. Yeah, are they in that original box or are they are no, they taken out? It's all loose. I I have so a, you took so it's the carded it's the carded figure. Yeah, I have okay. a I no no. Oh yeah, not the box set one. It was no, you the, took. Did you take? It was a single single figure one, right? Yes. And okay, but now it comes in a box of, where you can open that box up and pull the figure out? No, it, it's completely loose. No packaging whatsoever. Oh, so you took the figure out yeah. altogether. Yeah, oh, well, okay. I, I bought a loose... So I had yeah. I had a set of uh-huh. He-Man and Skeletor. Mm-hmm. And, then I start, and then I started buying uh, a box, uh, boxed versions mm-hmm. of them uh, because I love the way, the way it looked. And yeah. then I was like, shit, I'm going to see what a set would go for of of loose. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know how many they did, but like 15 of my vintage He-Man figures are reissue ones because I got mm-hmm. a whole set for like 100 bucks. Yeah, that's like a good was, deal. Yeah. yeah, it was. Well, I don't know what they go for loose, but I know, you know, Carter, they, they, they still sell for probably 50 to 75 bucks. Oh, right. But yeah, if you're if you're if you're are you still trying to sell that loose set? Uh yeah, yeah I'll buy them from you. Okay. Yeah yeah, He Man and Skeletor. I'll definitely buy them from you. Okay. So then you'll have a a vintage. Yeah, a vintage I'll have a vintage, and I'll have like I said, I'm just focusing on them. So that'll so. be that'll be cool to add to the collection. Okay. Yeah, I probably uh I'm not doing a toy show till April, so it probably won't be until I find them. Yep, but. Not a problem. Just let me know. Okay. All right. Uh, so look, you just made some money. <laughs> yeah, and, and I get going market value, right? <laughs> that, hey, I, I, I mean, I had them on sale for thirty dollars a piece for the last ten years. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Lotus, did you get anything this week? Um, I don't know. I've been buying a lot of GI Joes. <laughs> That's good. People want to hear that. People want to hear you get sucked in. Yeah, you're buying um, the 25th anniversary, aren't you? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to complete the set. Yeah, they're cool. I like them. Now, are you ending up? You sound kind of depressed about it. Are you spending well, just, more than you wanted to? Than you thought yeah. you'd have to? Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's like you know, not not one seller has them all, so you're. You're trying to get a good combined shipping rate to make the figures, yeah. you know, kind of stay under that ten dollar price point, and it's it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to stay under that ten dollar price point, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it is a little frustrating because, like I said, I, I have that problem where I I need to feel like I have. Know, collected the whole set and I, like i said I, i'm not looking for variants but 
you know, I mean, I'm, I, I have, I mean, Jason, you know, basically what, what, you know, Slick's given me, uh, I've, I have pretty much, you know, all of the, the non, uh, chrome ones, the foil ones, but now, you know, I'm trying to collect all those foil ones and, uh, it's tough. It's tough to, to get them all. Now, can you, can you just relax and let it come or are you like aggressively searching them out and constantly checking yeah. auctions and, and you'll be that way until you can complete it? Yeah. I kind of feel like I just want to be done. Yeah. So that's the only thing that sucks is because, and I'm, you know, I'm sticking to that, you know, $10 or less ship price point and, oh, uh, good. You know, I, I've maybe went over, you know, or had to buy like an extra troop builder figure or something like that to to still stay in that range. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough because, like I said, not every not every seller has, you know. I, I literally just want a seller to, you know, I can give someone a list and then they can just sell them all to me. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I just would like to get it over with, you know? Well, check here and I'll do the, send me an email to remind me. That's the best way I'll, I'll go put on a, I'll go put on, I'm on like five Joe groups. I'll go put on there. Hey, looking for a complete wave. What or well, or send me an email with the ones you're looking for. Yeah. And, I'll- and that, that's another thing is originally I was going to do that because there's definitely people on eBay that are selling by the wave. And so that was something I was going to do. But then once I started buying individuals, now I'm, I've got broken waves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So now I'm stuck. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it, it it, it can be fun, but it, it sometimes like for me, I feel I don't feel it's always fun. Like I just, once I have the set, then I'll feel better about it. But right now I just kind of feel like it's not, I don't know. It's just, it's a burden. There's, there's whole, there's it's almost like a collection. Yeah. yeah. It's like a burden almost. Yeah. I, mean, I'm constantly checking, I know. I know. Cause I used to have that mentality. Them. I used to have to have them, have everything, have them all. Yeah. You know what I feel? Well, that's Peter did the same thing with the Masters of the Universe classics. Like he got into that, and he just went fucking full bore. He Dude, said I couldn't imagine getting into that right like now. He spent like two thousand dollars in yeah. one year on it, like something ridiculous. <laughs> All right, that's just what I do, man. Them figures are not cheap. So, anything besides these one-offs that sounds like you're not too eager to talk about? <laughs> um, <laughs> anything I mean, I anything did... else? Any big statues or other things? No, no but I do have a uh, third party coming. Uh, it is on its way from China. Mm. And so, I hopefully I'll have it by the next show. Nice. nice. Little teaser there, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, for a guy that's not supposed to be buying toys, I bought some toys. Uh, Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was able to find the Mega Blocks Tila Beast Man oh, and, and I found it. damn it, yeah, and and Bender, and all of them ha- kind of have crappy paint. Bender annoys really? me the most. Did you get them from Walmart? Yeah. Damn it. 
Yeah, and, and Bender annoys me the most because they're just slightly crossed. So I haven't even taken them out. I just, I bought them. So if I don't ever see them, because I only saw He-Man and Skeletor a couple times. Yeah, I've seen I them only, twice, maybe. And I only saw an alien once. So I'm like, okay. But I saw all their wave mates. So you know that all the stores are getting them. They're just people buying them. So I bought them just to make sure I had them. Uh, I finally found uh, Power of the Primes Grimlock. So I had a I had a coupon and I had a and then I had a reward bucks for that. So he only cost me eighteen bucks. So I, I didn't feel too bad. bad about that. And then uh, and then my boy, my, the thing I was most excited for, I think of all the Power of the Primes, I got my Skull Grin. So again, had had uh, had uh, what do you call those? The Toys R Us reward bucks. So he cost me a dollar. Jeffrey like, Dollars. Uh, yeah, or is that what they're called? I don't know. That's uh, what they were called back in the day. They used, yeah, they used <laughs> yeah, to be exactly. Yeah. So here, let me see. I I still have one for fifteen. I'm like, come on, I need something that I can't live without so I can use that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so that's what I got. And then uh if you're if you're on the group, you probably saw that uh eBay blew out Triptychon at seventy five bucks a piece. And uh so I got all over that shit right there. Uh I had forty dollars in eBay bucks from selling not buying because i did this promotion where you got 10 percent back whether you sold or bought so i sold like a 300 dollars toy so 30 of it was from that but i haven't gotten him yet but that's a spoiler i can't wait i pulled out my fort max just to get him ready i packed up all my other big bots and i have my fort max ready to battle my tripticon even though uh, even though uh, Metroplex would be a better scrap for him. But anyways, <laughs> all right, let's get into listener feedback and questions. We don't got much time here. Uh, Engineer Nerd, he said he meant to record this. Engineer Nerd does a uh, a podcast himself, a very popular one. one yes, much I more like his pop- podcast. Yep. One much more popular than ours. Uh <laughs> But they cover the uh, they cover the whole gamut. So um, I actually stopped listening. Sorry, engineer nerd, just because it was a little bit too high end. A uh, lot of statue talk. Uh, have you ever listened to AF Blues? Oh yeah, yeah. How about Action Figure Blues? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Lotus? Yeah, yeah. Actually, is he also friends with uh, with Arnie for Marvelicious Toys? As well? uh, he might. I think be. She, I think he is. Yeah, I think yeah. he's been on his podcast a couple times. Yeah, oh really? Because yeah. he's he, he's he's got that really unique like voice, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Like, radio voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think the other, he's, the other two guys are like Australian voice. shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I. I I've I've listened to Action Figure Blues and uh, Marvelous Toys. Nice. Oh yeah, because they do all the high end statue stuff. Yeah, Arnie's. Too. Yeah, Arnie's into Arnie's into statues. So yeah. 
Yeah, I forgot that was that used to be my only exposure. I don't listen to Star Wars action news anymore, but that used to be Arnie. My... Arnie's into just about everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, for the cheapest Hasbro retail <laughs> thing all the way up. Uh, so he writes. Would you go see a Motu movie if John Cena was He-Man and The Rock played Skeletor and it was slightly tongue-in-cheek? And I say, to fuck hell yeah, dude. That's To me, that's the way they need to make it. I, yeah, I, I'd like to it, see Guardians of the Galaxy type deal with yeah, He-Man, but exactly. I don't know about John Cena and The Rock. Yeah, well... John yeah. Cena, no way. I and I and I shouldn't say no way. It's not like I wouldn't go see it. He just wouldn't be my choice. I don't know who would be. Um, I, I hope they go with they go with actors that are not very well known. Um, yeah. Instead of trying to put, a, you know, I mean, ideally, I think everybody would love to see the guy who plays Thor as He Man. You know, uh, you just look at him and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he could be He Man. Um, Mrs. McFavorite would go to the movie with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think a lot of women would go see He-Man. Uh, he's going to be in there with his shirt off half the movie. So, um, but even his brother, his brother could probably play He-Man. You know, his brother's pretty, pretty buff guy. Looks a lot like him. So, oh yeah, is, he, is he buff, Burn? Huh? Oh, does Burn have posters? Or? How, how buff is he? Burn? Yeah, I got several of them downstairs hanging. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Didn't even um, know he had a brother. Yeah, his brother. Um, <laughs> his brother is either engaged or dates Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I think they might have called it off. I don't know. I think. Uh, I, I don't. I think they did, but I think they're back together again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, and at least you have a teenage girl. Like I exactly. know this just from reading blogs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so yeah, tongue in cheek all the way. I think yes, you got definitely. to. I mean it it you could try go full on like DC universe, you know, dark and but I I, I tell you what, the rock though, for real, he's funny as shit. Like no, if is. you if you put him in a good makeup, he might be a good skeletor. You know, cuz I, I think skeletor has to have some sense of some type of humor about him, you know? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. So who yeah, knows? Rock would maybe be a Skeletor. What about the the guy that played uh, Drax? Oh, Batista. Yeah, Batista would be good. Yeah, Batista yeah, plays a, a good like. So I've seen um. So he was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and he was kind of a serious, sullen, quiet type. And I didn't like him as much as a. In Guardian of the Galaxy, I call him the doofus type, right? He's always laughing at stupid jokes and right. didn't get what was going on. And so I liked him more in Guardians than Blade Runner. Um, but yeah, I'm all for it, Vern. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tongue in cheek, definitely. I, I, I mean, that was one of the the things that, you know, endeared me to the cartoon as a kid was just the the comedy aspect of it, you know, Skeletor always talking about his bumbling sidekicks, you know, and uh, all the, the names he would call and stuff, you know, I mean, that's, that's just, you know, it's just the great thing about He-Man. It did always did have that, that sense of humor with it. So I would hope that they wouldn't take it so seriously and they would bring some of that into it. Now, Lotus being that you have no interest in it. So you're not even going to see star Wars in the movie theater. 
what what would you want to see in a movie that how would you want to see it to where you would actually go see it a comedy hardcore fantasy action um yeah i mean if if they did it kind of guardians of the galaxy i mean i would probably i don't know i mean i'm just not a theater guy so yeah that's true but uh but yeah i mean uh I don't know. I'd probably rent the probably rent the movie, you know, when it comes out on Blu-ray. Hell yeah. <laughs> or a dollar red box. There you go. There you go. Dollar fifty now Blu-ray. Yeah, dollar, Two dollars. Yeah. Well a slick slick deals, you get those coupons, so oh, you can yeah. get it in the dollar off. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the question, engineer nerd. Next time record it. Record it. <laughs> Yes, or text, uh, or yeah. text. Them. Oh yeah, now you can text. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think I said that off the air. We did get the text, so you can text our voicemail seven two zero two three five toys seven two zero two three five eight six nine seven, and you can get us questions or comments that way too, or just yes. text me if you don't have my cell phone number. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll email you back. Uh, alright grab bag Star Wars The Last Jedi novelization on a boat um, so two different things here The Last Jedi novelization they're really uh, putting some effort into this uh, Ryan Johnson has met with the author they're putting some deleted scenes that were filmed oh I'm not like starting to play the video uh some deleted scenes that were uh actually filmed and then a lot more backstory uh there's there's a part that actually has rose and her bombing pilot sister in a scene together there's more about canto bite or whatever bright uh, and then there was one that i actually wanted to know more about because those two things i could give a shit about but um uh, damn it i forgot <laughs> i forgot the one that i actually wanted to know more about but anyways uh there's going to be some extra information in the novelization so um i'm a huge fan of novelizations uh smurf wreck over at branded in the 80s sean robert he collects novelizations a friend of his does a podcast or a blog about novelizations I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, just a lot more information, and a book can just really set a mood, in my opinion. You know, can really just sitting down with a book and reading. Uh, but why I put on the boat is on one of the. So this is the Star Wars show that broke this news. It's their new Lucasfilm or newer Lucasfilm YouTube channel. Um, uh, did this and they did it on a Disney cruise where there was a Star Wars day. So a whole day of Star Wars events and characters and all that. And I just thought that was cool. And I'm just, I, I can imagine that we're not too long for a full on Star Wars cruise now that Disney oh, owns yeah. them and I'm surprised have. it hasn't happened already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought that would be cool. That'd be something fun. <laughs> if if your whole family likes it. I don't know if Mrs. McFavorite could take a whole cruise of Star Wars. <laughs> I uh, could anymore. <laughs> I could too. I'm like and yeah. I know Mackenzie could. 
Uh, although it's funny, she only likes some stuff. And she just, whenever she sees stuff, she's like, look, Dad, it's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so, how about that, Lotus? Star Wars Cruise? Sign him up. <laughs> yeah. I already got my money locked in. I can't wait. He, uh, he, he done canceled three statues to put away money for that. Yeah. <laughs> I got my robes picked up and everything. <laughs> already. I got brown robes. And... Uh, Transformers, new animated movie. So we've mentioned this before, but we talked about that uh, Boulder Media would be doing an animated movie. Um, it looks like they're kicking it into full fucking uh, full gear here as they're hiring animators from across Europe to help them on this. Hmm. So, Sounds good to me. Hell yeah, I'm always yeah. down for that. And then if you couldn't have guessed this, the last night nominated for a Razzie Award this year. Thank God. Jesus. I'm so God. surprised by this. <laughs> yeah, so they're right along the amazing lines of Baywatch, the Emoji Movie, Fifty Shades Darker, and The Mummy. Yep. Um, oh, Mark Wahlberg also scored a... Uh, oh, he got two nominations, both for Daddy's yeah. Home 2 and Transformers The Last Night. Yep. And I would I agree... that's a little this. hate for Mark Wahlberg there, man. Yeah, well, and I would agree with the next one, too. Worst supporting yeah. actor, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. I, he was bad. Like, yeah. it was not. And I'm just like, oh, God. He wasn't that great in Th the new Thor, either. Yeah. I watched that last night, and I was like, yikes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, I th maybe we're just used to him being like an old Englishman or yeah. a serial killer or, you know, yep. some of this other shit. <laughs> so it also was nominated for worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. <laughs> and it was nominated, and Michael Bay was nominated for worst director. <laughs> Damn. So the whole gamut, man. The only thing it didn't, uh, actually, and worst screenplay, every category. Yeah. Yep, every but single the, category. It's following, it's, it's following Baywatch and Mojang. I mean, it's yeah, just. Yeah, all of those movies all got the worst uh, shit on there. Worst directors. Darren Aronofsky for Mother. Uh, I haven't seen this yet. Miss McFavor and I started it. And talk about a reversal of roles. Miss McFavor, we were watching Jigsaw, so the newest Saw movie, mm -hmm. at 6.30 in the evening because Mackenzie <laughs> was having a sleepover and they were doing their own thing downstairs. She still fell asleep during it. Like, Damn. she could not stay awake in movies for nothing and yeah. this mother this one i was really interested in i fell asleep and she stayed up during the whole thing for <laughs> the first time ever and she's like that was one of the worst movies i've ever seen and i've heard good things i've heard things that it's like really weird and crazy twist she says the worst movie she ever seen so Damn. that was a so darren aronofsky must have dropped the ball on that one <laughs> All right, uh, Shira cartoon comments curated. Now I was hoping uh, Vern would have read through all these so he could have given me a 
tops. <laughs> but we're running kind of short on time. I read I read through a lot of it, and, and it, a lot of okay. it is uh, just people asking, you know, general questions about the voice acting and things like that. And uh, the voice actors saying, you know, it was an honor to be in it and that, you know, they, they were just like blown away by the support of the community. And they were surprised at, you know, how passionate they were. And uh, they were saying how fun it was that they really think that this voice acting uh, group is just going to just make his cartoon, bring it up a whole nother level. So um, that's uh, some of the stuff that I read through. I didn't read through the whole article, but I'm actually excited to see how your daughter reacts to this show. I Because I'm, I'm feeling like this might be like right the perfect age for her. Yeah. And I need to keep trying. and I need to uh, go back and keep trying things. Uh, we have... If you have kids, you know you do this with food. Kids will change their tastes constantly. Yeah. So things she yeah. she ate broccoli when she was a little tiny kid. Now she won't eat it. Uh, she wouldn't eat mushrooms when she was a little kid, but now she will eat mushrooms. So there's all kinds of weird things. Uh, I feel the same way with the media. I tried Shira a year, year and a half ago, and she, it just didn't do it for her. Yeah. Uh, but I should, I want to try the vintage series again. I tried Jim at the height of her loving, like singing cartoons and stuff. Mm -hmm. I tried Jim and she didn't want to have anything to do with it. That's another one I probably should try again. But yeah. Yeah. But with this, with this being a different style of animation and all, it might appeal to her a little more than those eighties cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Cause here's, Here's one of the comments that caught my eye. I have seen the series Bible and I can see a lot of the characters are being brought into the show from the filmation series. So that's kind of cool. I was yep. impressed with the tougher tone uh, to it, which was restricted back in the day. I hope kids today can take to her as we did in 1984. So yeah. if she's a little bit more no nonsense, no bullshit, you know, like. Yeah, the ones back in the day, He-Man included, were really fluffy. You know, I can't. Well, you got to remember they had a code to abide by, man. Yeah, you know, they had to, they it had was to really the, yeah, made a cheese on. Yeah, exactly. It was the first show that broke that yeah t advertising toy model. Yeah, thing, every so. every episode had a "What do we learn today?" type yeah, thing. So moral shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you moral wonder how much shit. their hands were tied writing a script based on they had to have a moral for every story. Exactly. Exactly. All right, fuckers. Well, I I gotta go eat some dinner here, and I and it's late for our East Coast counterparts. Uh, so we're gonna see your asses sooner rather than later, or later rather than sooner. <laughs> Peace. Peace.
Silence, silence. 